We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler, although we are officially releasing this on a Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. And it's a little bit of a make good because I did not do my Tuesday live shows. I say every Tuesday I'll do a live show. And then the second Tuesday I say, eh, nah, fam. But there was a cavalcade of things, uh, including. A cavalcade? Yeah. Including Paul and McGrant Bills are here, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Bart. Hi, Paul. Hello. Um, and it was a cavalcade of things, including, but not limited to, no daycare services for the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people griped about that. I think that the weather people mainly did get it right. They told you in Wisconsin afternoon storms. Uh, that's when the bulk of the snow hit. Over towards the lake, I never needed to get the snowblower out. I went outside to do it. And there was no snow on my driveway because of the shift or whatever. Um, and I got like the house blocks. So whatever. But... I was happy about that. I'm trying to. I just bought a new snowblower. Mm. I doubled up in size. Some might even say triple if you look at it. And my goal is to not use it. I don't ever want to use it ever in my life. I hate snow more and more with a passion as yes. I get older. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought I'd be that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with your kid, it's like, oh, you got a kid here and it's so majestic. And now he gets to see this. I don't like it. I briefly told this story from a national perspective. But I wanted to tell you guys specifically. Hashtag, hashtag from a national perspective. Yeah, very well done. So I, there's this there's this park off a of school that I've sled on with him before, but the hill's not that big, and so the snow needs to be good for you, you know you to get to some good traction. And we went this weekend when it was like packy, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize it would it was still wet. I didn't realize it'd be that bad. So we got there, the sledding wasn't working. So there's a playground, so we thought we'd play on that a little bit. And I went from real stupid to figuring out the situation every time we got closer to the moment of impact, which was he went down a slide that was wet, wearing snow pants, and the the slide twist. And so as he's at the top, I think, oh, he's going to fly right off of this thing. And I have that thought right when he starts coming down, and he torpedoes off of it. And so there's a turn, and the turn is, like, kind of forehead height of me. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. And then, like, I, I was able to softly guide. I didn't, I didn't catch him. 
but I was able to softly guide him down. And then I wasn't, we weren't, I said, we're not telling mommy this. Then, <laughs> of course, we'll, I got home and immediately told my wife. I was going to say, we'll just tell the Winkler verse. Who needs to tell mom when you can tell the Winkler verse? But yeah, he, he fell off a slide. <clears throat> uh, I have some battle scars under my hair from my childhood of falling off slides twice. Oh. Uh, so, hey, it's okay. Neither one of you guys like snow at all? Grant, I'm just going to answer your question by saying 13 years ago, I think that's the difference in our age. I would have said like, it's fine. Why do people complain? And I had a moment this morning where I said, when it's possible, like in the future, like the whole snowboard, snowboard thing, just like Bart's parents did, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this forever. I'm not doing snow forever. It's not, it's not meant to be this way. If I could like Microsoft paint and adjust the grass and the trees. And so you could get the beauty of a winter. Yes. But keep all pavement and roads and sidewalks and driveways clear. Yes. I would do that. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I just, there's something and maybe I'm an alpha and you guys aren't, or maybe it's just clearly, I, I mean, that, I know. that is, that is in fact, yes. yes there's yes. something about tackling the outside world. Like yesterday, as I go to work, I leave early. I've prepared. I have hat and gloves in the backseat. I have boots. I have a shovel in the trunk. Like, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. No, but you, I mean, you are, you, but you are, you are not, you're an outdoorsman. Like, that's, that's you. Yeah. No, like I mean, but again, I, I would not have, I did not feel this way at 13. I did not feel this way right. in my 20s. Like, I didn't. Well, give it a couple more years. We'll never, we'll never, it'll go from rarely getting snow to we'll never have snow. So it'll, it'll be. Well, I think years. like where I was at that age was the landlord hires a guy to move all your shit. I, yeah. Once, I mean, so you're at home. Yeah. Right. A man needs land and a man needs to tend to his land, Bart. This is something that should be inherently, you're both homeowners. You should have this in you. Yeah, but I'm a city homeowner, which means I got very, very little land. Which means it's not a lot of work, but it's still your work. It's still your land. That's well, your. Let's be clear, though. Says the guy who doesn't have to take care of his. You know what? So my last two living situations have been apartments, but three living situations ago, and this is the address that's on my Packers stock certificate. This house will always very near and dear to me on the south side, right by Snuffy's Bart. Um, mm -hmm. There was a yard to mow and shoveling to be done. And, you know, I, I groaned about it. I did. But I, I think it's important for a man to tend to his land and to the space around him. I think it's healthy. I'm um, a big I'm a big fan of calling people and paying them to do it for me. Hey, that's fine. Again, if that, <laughs> that was know, not that was not true before kids. Let's just be so like after that's like, I don't have anything. That's, an, it becomes the kid's job. You you don't make them shovel? Not yet. Eventually. Even, I think Bart, Bart's kid and my kids are too young. But you, one day, yes. Get, get, yeah, get your I used outside. to. You, you ask about St. Nick's Day. You know what? I used to get every St. Nick's Day leaning on the railing in our entry of our stocking. I got a shovel. That's what I got as a gift. I got a, 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 a snow shovel that was my size. That's what I got. So St. Nick, he knew what your situation was. <sighs> Something. Anyways, I didn't mean to derail the show. I just... Yeah, no, I, I, that, uh, I enjoy our sidebars. Yeah, talking about that. Um, I do later in this program. I do want to uh, have a quick non-spoiler review of Echo, the new Marvel TV series. Uh, so stick around for that. I also want to shout out the sponsor of the mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which is Tupelo Honey. 
And we already threw uh, a great happy place hemp deal at you this week, where because Green Bay had nine wins, 25% plus nine, promo code BORT gets you 34% off. This is happyplacehemp.com, the CBDs, all that stuff, all the gummies, all the tinctures, as long as Green Bay is in the postseason. So we already had one tremendous deal. And then Tupelo Honey's like, mm, you want a good deal? You want a good deal? Okay, 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 Winkler verse. How about a buy one, get one lunch combo special starting this Friday through next Friday? Put it in the little reservations. Bart Winkler promotion. Bart Winkler, buy one, get one lunch. Lunch combos, Tupelo Honey, downtown Milwaukee, TupeloHoneyCafe.com. Look at the menu a little bit, see what you want, and then get in there and get that order in and uh, buy one, get one. Is two for one's the same as buy one get one, right? Pert near, yeah. Two for yeah, I think that sounds right. They'll take care of you. Tupelohoneycafe.com. With that being said, um, again, the uh, next show from this will be a live show on Friday, as long as daycare is in action, and that will give us proper time to talk more about Packers Cowboys, but specifically to review the Bucks' fifteen point loss to the Celtics. Uh, that is not oh, happening. It was, yet. it was only fifteen. All right, not, the game is not happening yet. But I mean, it is trending. It is trending to be a very awful Thursday night with everything that's happened with the Bucks. Anyway, uh, Paul, as the quizmaster, take it from there. I do know it's Packers Week, but we are going to have a Bucks question, and I, I think a really, really important one. I think and you can start there. I think we can do it. I think that's all right. Even unpack. All right, let's do it. Yeah. And then we'll take a little uh, pivot and then, you know, I'll do the, the fucking shit I do. And then... Okay. Uh, I, I definitely knew the answer to this question two, three, four, five, six weeks ago for Bart. I definitely knew the answer to this. I'm not sure I know the answer now. And Grant, I don't have any clue. But Bart had such a strong opinion previously. I'm wondering if it changed. Wild card. There is something wrong with this season's Bucks. And it's time to address it, either via the coaching staff or the roster. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I'll say it again. There is something wrong with this season's Bucks, and it's time to address it. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Well, let me quote. And yes, me... you can take that in multiple directions. And big trade, small trade, fire the coach, trade him for Darvin Ham. I don't know. But take it as you want. Let me uh, quote the great American songwriter. Rehire Bud. I've seen that. Go ahead. Uh, Dido. Ah, tears gone cold. But I will go down with this ship. I won't put my hands up and surrender. There will be no white flag above my door. I'm in love and always will be the ship being, I think the Bucks as constructed roster and coach. I think this team is capable of winning a championship. Wow. I think they are at this point in time. That is a very hot take. Now they will probably make some trades. They do need to address some of the defensive uh, problems. Something's wrong with Dame. I, I something's. I think his personal life is creeping in, man. I yeah, mean, you see his post, like I mean, and like he's sad. Like you know, he's he's going, going through it. 
He's going through. Yeah, he's going through it in a new city. You know, different people to lean on. I don't think he's. I don't think he's upset about being in Milwaukee. I don't think he's upset about acquiescing to Giannis. I mean, that that kind of stuff is no is crazy. He's um, posted about how he's posted about how he doesn't see his kids every day, and that's not what dads want. I don't think they knew. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, they need a new head coach. I think they can get it done with this one. I still think if there's going to be any pivot from the coach, it can happen as late as mid-March. Well, um, you think you could make a mid-March head coaching change and be okay? Yeah, I think you could net Yost this thing. Oh, I don't think. Okay, keep going. Well, who are you going to hire? What are you going to promote, Prunty? You can do that April 9th if you want. No, you no, you would not promote Prunty. And now here's here's the inherent here's an inherent problem with Terry Stotts makes his comeback. Well, let me just let me just be completely honest with you. I think that I've uh, always tried to be honest. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of this whole Griffin thing, and I still ten days in all this talk about firing Griffin. I mean, I understand that people really wanted to have that take and be first. <laughs> But they did it at a real weird time. If if there was a winning streak, if you would have, if if those people would have just waited until now, then then it's a whole different discussion. But because these people, Archon fourteen, Henning, because these people had to do it as soon as they did it. I will forever say I'm like, I'm not, I now I'm rooting for it now. Like I'm mad and I don't ever want them to be justified or vindicated. And so, and normally as a Bucks fan, like as a Bucks fan, I wanted a title very badly and we got one. Mm-hmm. And then as a Bucks fan, I don't, it's not even that I want to win anymore. It really isn't. It's that I don't want to lose to the Celtics or lose to the Sixers or lose to the heat. I don't want Bill Simmons to talk about my team. I don't want like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more about what I don't want to have. Now the calls in the house. Mm-hmm. Now I like, I want the bucks fan. I want the bucks to win in title, a title in spite of the bucks fans. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so it's like, I can't, but can I ask, but do you, do you all personal, all of that aside, you legitimately think that they can? Like, have, have you actually, is it, is it blind hope? Is it blind faith? Because I think, I think they can. I think that this team can figure it out with the roster, with the coach. Uh, I think they can. I think there's, I think there's a way that they can do it. And if you play it out, I'm not, I don't think that they actually will, but I think they can, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, I don't know that they actually will. And I don't know why this is like this with me. You know, if the Packers would have lost to the Bears, it would have been awful, and it's fun. You know, it would have been really awful. But still, the team that I take the most personal is the Bucks, and I don't know if that's the nature of NBA or if it's the nature of you know how crazy we act towards every single. I mean, there's Packer games. There's 17 of them where we act, and we create, we go crazy, but we act we act less psychotic after some of those games than after one out of 82 Bucks games. I, I think it's because there's 82 chances. For people to blow things out of proportion in Packers, there's only 17 chances. I think if there were 82 chances for people to be irrational, they would 
it would seem the same, but I think because there's so fewer opportunities, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I hear what yeah, you're saying, I get that. but like, it's that three nights a week you're having to see win or lose. You're having to read about angry bucks fan and why this isn't going to work. So you're doubling down, even though you don't necessarily believe what you're saying, you're doubling down grant. There's something wrong with this season's bucks and it's time to address it either via the coaching staff or the roster. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Mm-hmm. There is something wrong with this Bucks team. And John Horst, I know the move that he can make to fix it. And I mm. don't need to be NBA trade machine. I don't even need the NBA trade machine for this. In fact, I, you know, the Bucks don't have a lot of resources mm-hmm. to make roster additions. They don't need any resources. This is independent from the salary cap or draft capital. What John Horst needs to do is go to a hardware store and buy a massive mirror and bring it back and set it on the floor of the locker room and wow. have all of his players just look into it. Wow. Because I have yet With the Californians? Yes. <laughs> I have yet to watch a Bucks game, at least one that comes to mind, that was against a remotely comparable team with remotely comparable expectations and a somewhat talented roster. I've yet to watch an actual Bucks game this year where the Bucks look as or more excited to play basketball than their opponent. Mm. So like I understand, okay, so maybe you guys don't really vibe with Adrian Griffin. I mean, that's kind of tough because this is the guy that reportedly Giannis wanted and mm-hmm. others wanted too. Okay, but you don't love your coach. Do you take any pride in in what you're putting on tape every night? Like, are you going back and watching this and are you okay with that? Because I, I guess if you're okay with always being slow to get back on defense and always being a step behind on rebounding and always having less juice than your opponent, I guess if these players were okay with that, then this is, then it doesn't matter what happens. It it doesn't matter what they do with the coach. It doesn't matter what they do with the roster. Then, then this becomes about how much these players really want this and want to make it work. That's the issue that I see most every day. Griffin can make some little tweaks here and there. He probably will. Probably shouldn't take him this long to realize Malik Beasley can't pick someone up at a half court, but whatever. It's a long season figured out by Valentine's day. That's not the problem. The problem is, is I watch a team of, of sluggish players that don't really look like they want it that bad. And that's well, okay, but but who's I mean, okay, this is going to be a, a tough question to phrase because it there's more than one answer. But whose job is it to make sure the players are ready to play and excited to play? The coaching staff, right? Like, like that's that's part of the job. Get your guys ready to play, whatever that means, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Like, sure. yeah, I, 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 you can't. If you, if you loved your coach, you'd play hard. And this is not my take. But I would I'd counter by saying if you love your coach, you'd play hard for your coach because you want your coach to be vindicated in the public opinion. You would bust your ass for that guy because he's your guy. Like, And even some of this like Joe Barry stuff coming out where the players are like, oh, I know Joe's been getting it in the media, but we love Joe. Like, can someone just say that about the coaching staff in the Bucks? Like, yeah, I know things aren't going right now, but we got to do this for Griff. Like, where's where's that? Like, that, that'd that be my counter to your to your thought. Yeah, I, I also, you know, it's a team of veterans and they they know how this league works. They've been on long playoff runs. They've been in a finals, right? Dame has played now in two spots. They've had all-star. They've all gotten their contracts. They understand how this league works and how an 82-game regular season works. And multiple times, once against the Jazz the other night, once against the Hawks earlier in the year, I was at that game, they decided early on in the second quarter that we are not competing tonight. Pa- that, that, that recent Pacers game, one of those recent Pacers games. And, and yeah, and I, and I don't – like, I, I was not sitting at Pfizer that night when they're down by 30 to the Hawks before halftime thinking, I wish Adrian Griffin would have given a little bit better speech. Like at the end of the day, these players need to feel like the way they're playing is a reflection of them. And if they don't feel that, and that doesn't mean anything to them, then I, I don't really know that any of this matters. 
So it starts with the players. And, and to me, it starts with Dame. It's like, dude, this franchise really wanted to bring you here. And this fan base was jacked to have you. And Giannis wanted, they wanted you so bad, they traded Drew Holiday for you because they thought you were going to be the piece. So are, are you going to struggle and stumble and kind of mope because it's not going perfectly? Or are you going to do something about it? Like, I, this is a lot on the players for me. So we can grumble yeah. about Griff. I don't think he's perfect, but it's, it's the players. One other thought is just like, Griffin did pretty dramatic, very dramatically, change the defensive identity and scheme, right? Yes. It wasn't it wasn't a minor adjustment. It, I mean, it it's it's different from, but it's as drastic as like that Jason Kidd like trapping thing where there was always a guy open in the far corner because you you know like it's it's a it's an extreme NBA defensive strategy. It's not your typical setup. And they've had at this point thirty seven chances to figure it out. Clearly, they haven't. They're really bad at it. I don't know what's going to happen first. Like, let's say, let's say, let's say by and large, the roster and the coaching staff stay the same at some point before game 82, the coaching staff either say, well, listen, the guys just either, they don't want to do it. So they're not trying hard at it, or they're just not good at it. Like someone's going to something, even within the current function is going to change. They're going to have to say, we're not good at this. We're going to change it. Or they're going to keep doing it. And they're going to try to figure it out. And they're just going to beat their head against the wall, trying to figure it out. I, I, the, the problem is like, needless to say, this is not the Oklahoma city thunder where you have 10 years of like a window, you have like a two year window. Mm -hmm. Can you, as John Horst, I'm like, can you sit there and just like, if you don't do anything, you are just hoping because you've not seen anything to suggest that it's going to get figured out. So you would just be hoping and saying, this is a veteran group. They're pacing themselves. They're not going to get burned out in January. Like you'd be just doing that based on hope. Right. Um, so I, if I'm John Horst, I, I admit, I don't know what I would necessarily do. I don't have an in and out feel of the team like John Horst hopefully does, but I don't think I could just sit there and just say, man, I hope this gets better. Like I, I would feel burdened as the general manager to do something about it that I, John Horst can control. And I wouldn't just sit back and eh, I think this will be fine. Like, cause it's, it's pretty damn broken, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, and I, if but, this keeps up, they they don't have a two year window. This a reckoning will come this off season if this is the way this. Well, continues. if this keeps up, then Griff will lose his job after year one, and then the the, the thought is that well, if that's how it's trending, why didn't you just do it now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got it, an email it, here. Um, I got an email here from Bart's Devil's Advocate. Ah, interesting. interesting. This sounds real. Um, it says, "Hey Bart, love the show." Uh, congrats on going national. Ah. Um, again, this is from my devil's advocate. So this yes. is me. Mm. This is me in another universe that has stepped in and sees me in this universe. Mm. He says, Bart, we've been very adamant uh, about firing Matt LaFleur this year. Uh, we also are very adamant about firing Coach Bud and before that firing uh, Jason Kidd. Mm. It seems we have a pension for wanting coaches fired. Uh, that being said, you have all of a sudden shifted on that and have been really defensive about Adrian Griffin. Can you just admit to yourself that if Coach Bud did not get fired and the Bucks were playing like this under Coach Bud, you would be the first one rallying for Coach Bud to be fired right now? That is from Bart's Devil's Advocate. Mm. Well, well drafted. I knew you were drafting something in the middle of Grant and I talking. I didn't know it would be that. 
Um, and to 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 eight three eight Bart, because uh, we're six one six. I would say Earth. I would say fuck off, you stupid bitch. Why'd you even buy a gym membership a month and a half ago if you've only gone five times, you fat slob? Ah, yeah, you told him. Um, to what level is the house on fire, Bart and Grant? Or is it not even? Has it not even been lit? Smoldering. Smoking. You think the, the smoldering? Yes. Do you fucking watch this team? Like, not to be emergency guy, but they're fucking terrible right now. Oh, I like, love this, Grant. Keep they going. Don't, they don't care. They have no energy. And even when they win, they do the bare minimum. Like, they make the most amount of mistakes and care as as, as little as they possibly can while still winning the games. I will play. say that as they have been about as bad as they've been all season – this is the period where I've actually watched this team the least. Mm. That makes sense. They've been on during playoffs and college football. And during your radio show. So Thursday, and I already prefaced this to Shep, because I, I said there's going to be times where I turn the show into, I just think I'm on 1250 again. <laughs> and you got, you got it. You got it. You stop. are. You're on 1250, but it's just a hundred others. Yeah. Yeah, to shovel the satellite last night. But you got it like I said, I am I am worried about what kind of performance I will do on this show. Because the Bucks and Celtics play at 6.30 mm-hmm. on Thursday. My show starts at 9. Mm-hmm. If the Bucks have lost to the Celtics, I'm going to be a fucking disaster. But much like when the Giannis Wemby game from last week and you were on the national show talking about it, Shep confirmed to you, like, this is not a Wisconsin-centric angle. This is the story of the night. The Bucks, the two seed in the East, playing the Celtics, the one seed in the East, is the story of the night. No matter where the host of the show lived, that's the, that's the story. Now, you might take a more Milwaukee-centric angle within it and have more frustration than a host in a different state might. But, like, I'm preemptively telling you, it's the story of the night. It's the one and two seeds in the East. I'll just... Why is the basketball game at one o'clock tomorrow? Really? Weird. Yeah, because last week, last week there were only two games. So I thought it was a bigger deal. And there's two national TV games, Lakers and Oh, it's Sun. the it's the it's the Paris game. Uh, right, 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 right. By the way, I'll just say that we don't have to debate this. The NBA sucks this year for the most part. And that's separate of the Bucks kind of being mid. I like, thought it was pretty good. Jaw was suspended. Now he's done the rest of the year. The Warriors oh, yeah. are a non-factor, I mm-hmm. guess. Like, did the Suns? Hey, just- I'll be there Saturday night. The Lakers are being gifted games against the Raptors, and we have head coaches in Toronto going off on the NBA. When I don't know what his fine's going to be, but it's going to be a record-setting. The NBA is rigged level fine, which is what he basically said. Did you address that on the national show, Bart? That that's that's something where you wouldn't be like, "Oh, I'm from Toronto. I don't know if you like that's a story." You know, I don't know. Well, yeah, my last uh, okay, Grant radio thing. My last, first of all, let me just my last segment. I saw it. He talked right during the last segment, so we were able to play it on the last segment of the night. And I think that's cool because it's fresh and it's happening. But I said segment. A lot of people in the radio business call segments breaks. I view break as the commercial. Yeah. Segment in sports talk, break in music. Like, I just did a break on this. 
and it was 60 seconds on a time. Yeah, because you're breaking into the music. Yeah, I just did a break about Aaron Rodgers on Z93. But I almost said my last break, but my break is a break. I'm thinking a break. It's just like we need to do right here. Thanks to our friends at Tupelo Honey. What a TupeloHoneyCafe.com starting Friday if you need to wash away your basketball woes after the product that we will undoubtedly see this, of course. But you've got Tupelo Honey Cafe, downtown Milwaukee, Clyburn, and Broadway. Um, make a nice lunch out of it, a long lunch, maybe cap the week. The Southern sodas, I'm telling you, are good. But I've never had anything so quick where I'm like, God, I need some vodka in here. And that's a compliment. That's a compliment. It's like, oh, I should be on a golf course drinking this thing right now. Uh, that's how good they are. Uh, TupeloHoneyCafe.com. Check them out. We are into the Winklerverse. Here's Marco Belletti. No, I'm just kidding. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Uh, we are back. Oh, a sports update. While we've been talking, Hobie Milner and the Brewers agreed to a deal to avoid arbitration, which is great news, if only for the Twitter content. Anytime, Hobie Milner. Well, fuck. I can, we're, we're recording on Wednesday afternoon. I'm posting it Wednesday afternoon. I can, I can switch this to go live right now. Hobie Milner. Time. Hobie Milner returns. Is that the, the title of the live video? <laughs> I mean... Emergency All right, people. I I do want to review on Echo if I can. Can I do a quick sports one and then you do your Echo review? Yes. My guy Spo got 120 million dollars today. Let's name all of the head coaches that have won a title since Eric Spolstra. I think you'll be blown away by some of the names that's on on that list. Just saying. Did you did you guys see why the Heat randomly in a day in January did the extension now? No. They waited until he finalized his divorce. Really? Yes. He got divorced too? That's so so saith the NBA reports. So no 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 cut of that 120, presumably, is was the thinking there. Do they have kids? I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to respond to this. I it's it's, it's clever, it's smart. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, who addressed that first? Like, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, Spo, we want to give you 120." Well, like, uh, hey, hey, we got a contract for you. 
He's like, uh, will this offer still be good in January? Because I'm about to tell my wife I'm out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Echo, five episodes. Dropped on Tuesday night. You can binge it. It dropped. Um, yeah. The Marvel, Marvel's got a thing that's weird on Disney Plus where like the first couple episodes are 50 minutes and then it's 40 and then it's 39 and then like the last episode's a half hour. So a lot of people are upset about that. And it is weird. But every story is kind of episodic. This might have served better for people if it was here's two giant mini movies or here's three you know, mega sized episodes. I think some people are griping about that. Uh, obviously, it's not a like white man story. So people in the MCU, people on the online call it now the MCU because they believe it's too woke. So that's great. That's really um, funny. <laughs> it's clever, but I hate it's it. It's really oh, that's good. I liked this show. I thought this was a good show. I would say it was a little more than fine. Um, and I like the fact that this show exists. I'm somebody who you have the whole Marvel thing and there were all those movies and they all connected. I want the side stories. So I want stories that don't necessarily, you need, like you don't need to watch them to know what's going on. But I also want to know, I want to know what else is going on in this world. Because we get so little of what actually is going on in this world where there's aliens attack and people get smoked out of the air. Like I want to know how everybody else is dealing with this world. Um, this is also kind of a extension of the Netflix Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones mm. universe. Um, and they have made those on the Disney Plus timeline canon, which mm. is a huge W for a lot of the people that like what they call the Defenderverse. Although Iron mm. Fist was kind of bad. Um, I like the show. I would recommend it. Um, I just, I like the show. I think I think a problem with Marvel. Right. I think a problem with Marvel is if it's not Avengers Endgame, then the MCU is astray. Everyone goes into all these MCU projects now thinking they have to be the savior. Nothing can just be like there were some MCU projects in Phase One and Two. Like some of those stories, man. You know, you kind of just you know you cut out a little bit. Your Thor hot take might have been lost in the interweb, so you might want to say that Thor one again. Yeah, my fucking internet piece of shit. I think you said something like, those Thor movies ain't it, man. That's what I did say. I love that I'm going to try to work from home here. I can't even fucking do an internet podcast. Yeah, I don't think you're ready for the work from home yet with your with your internet. Oh, my God. I'm doing, like, the world's best AJ Hawk impression while you talk about Marvel. I am listening intently, but I am providing next to nothing. So well, I think it's good, but I think if, if, if your if your expectations are, <clears throat> I mean, I think it's good. I I watched it. I was satisfied with it. I always want a little bit more, but I was satisfied with it. Um, I did like the Marvels. I can't wait till that's on Disney Plus to see it again. Secret Invasion is one of the worst pieces of fucking media I've ever seen in my life. So I I can be fair with Marvel. Secret Invasion was fucking terrible. And an insult, really an insult to the franchise, um, to all of it. I can't believe it got greenlit. And Echo's another one of these things where it seemed like there were, they had an eight episode, then a six, then a five. So 
some people are complaining about the editing, which they can't even tell. They just saw somebody else say that. But it is good. The thing that I wish happened more in Marvel is I wish there were more references to the five years where everyone vanished. The blip. Mm -hmm. I wish there were just more even subtle minor references to that in any project after because it wasn't just on Earth. All of everyone everywhere disappeared. Half of people disappeared for five years. And mm -hmm. I always think like if there was that kind of event that happened in our lives, don't you think we would always talk about it and always talk about it and never really be able to move on? And then I remember that Aaron Rodgers is the only one talking about COVID three years later. So maybe maybe they wouldn't continue to talk about the blip. I literally, I, I wondered if this was a setup to, to hit that note. And I assumed and I was ready to add it if you didn't, but assuming you would and then you, you hit it. Yeah. Well, if, if you guys got blipped out of existence two years ago, three, four years ago, and we sat down to do a podcast. I guess How we would not... just talk about it like everything's normal. Uh, uh, I mean, what more is there to say? Be like, hey, Paul, remember when you got blipped? <laughs> what was there to say? Or I'd bring shit up and be like, yeah, there was no baseball for five years because of the blip. Remind me, when they got blipped, did they know, like, did was it just like a second to blink in time for those who got blipped? Like, did, did they remember? There's nothing to remember, right? No, they, like, felt queasy or, or disappeared. And then in an instant for them, they were back. Yeah, for yeah. So they there's nothing to remember because they just but there's a lot thinking. of unanswered questions, and we're assuming that when Hulk blipped everyone back, they were all safe. But like, what if you were like in the like what if you were in a car driving? Do you wake up? Where are you? Are you still in that car or are you just like wherever? Well, I assume you're what if you were what if you're yeah. having sex with someone and they didn't blip? Then do you just come back? In the thrust? I mean, that last example aside, this is like these are these are thoughts that I, I want a whole show on this. Yeah. Or Have at least like a one hour, like beyond the blip, like fake mockumentary yeah. thing. 30 for 30, the blip. Uh, yeah, the blip's effect on sports. For real. Um, have you seen The Leftovers, the HBO show? No, I do need to see that. That's right up my alley. Right up your alley, and it's very similar to what we're talking about here, especially season one of The Leftovers. Grant is Googling The Leftovers. Damn. From 2014? Yeah, it's phenomenal. And it's very, like, blip adjacent. Oh. Well, I'll put it it's, right it's, not, it's not Marvel. but right, it, to the, right to the top of my list, then. No, it's it's excellent. Um, I, I just... There's, okay, all I'm going to say, I won't go on a seven-minute tirade about it, but there are two shows that everyone needs to watch that are of the dramatic variety. One is The Leftovers. The other is Fargo, the TV show. We watched oh. the first three. There, it, it's, I believe, far, like, I loved Breaking Bad. I loved Better Call Saul. I will I will top try, Fargo, every season of Fargo, especially season one, but all is better than Breaking Bad and Battle Call Saul, which for me is really hard to say because they're both so good. But Fargo is, for me, elite. And The Leftovers, though very, maybe a difficult watch given the subject matter, uh, is just so good. I'll 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 put in first. I rewatched the first season of Severance this last weekend, and I think mm. it's as good as anything I've seen. Mm. So sure. good. Rips. Well, speaking of leftovers, if you don't have many leftover gummies, now's the time to order at happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART. Get your CBD, CBNs, help you go night-night. 34% off promo code BART. BART. Bart bleh, bleh. 
25% off still works. Promo code BART if you want. But if you want to save more money, 34% promo code BORT. Mm. As long as Green Bay is alive. Speaking of Green Bay, I assume we can talk about them for a moment. P.I.? We can. We can. Here's, I mean, there's so many, like, Try to find a different. Did your wife call you Magnum PI? I God damn it! I was gonna say I was gonna call him Magnum the next chance I had. Uh, one of my I one of my nicknames was in fact Magnum. Yes, <laughs> that, that kicks ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's the angle that uh, I'm curious about, and it's different than like the Packers can beat the Cowboys in Dallas. Which whatever, if you want to answer that question, you can. They can. Mm-hmm. How about oh, the Packers? Oh. Will. Oh. I, I will say seven. I mean, I don't know what seven and a half, and I'm not a the, I'm not the gambling man. Like I was like, whoa, like yes, Dallas is sixteen and zero at home the past two years, but seven and a half. I don't know. My prediction on that is I think there will be a time in this game. I don't know when it will be, but there'll be a time in this game where I think, oh fuck, we might win this. Now yeah. we might lose. Right. It might be the first quarter after we kick a field goal, but yeah. Is this the most mismatched field goal kicker up uh, matchup of all time? So you're you're really down on unders. Well, yeah, he got drafted because the guy coached his brother. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's it was it added to the familiarity. It's not why he got drafted. That doesn't mean that you. That doesn't mean like you put. Oh, oh, I want to, I want to counter program against Bart's show. I'm going to put one of his brothers on the radio. So you're 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 off. Anders Carlson's a problem. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, he's bad. Hmm. Right. No, I'm 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 with Bart and so many other Packers fans. We should just have Mason Crosby till he's eighty. That's that's no Crosby's worse. You 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 saw Crosby's him worse here. Like he's done. Crosby's worse. I I did. I did. I I did. I at no point wanted any part of Mason Crosby this year. It's time to. I want off the ride. I want. I want on to the next thing. I'm. Right. I will stand by this young kicker for now. All right. I will too. The Packers are set at wide receiver, and should not invest significant draft or cap space resources on that position. The Packers are set at wide receiver. They have their guys. Now they might. You know there might be like you know wide receiver five added or something, but like. The core of the wide receivers, Packers are set at this position and should not invest significant resources on it this offseason. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. I guess I'm going to say mm-hmm. I mean. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Set. I don't know if I have much to add, Grant. I think if if the Packers believe that Christian Watson can get it together and play a lot more games, then yes, they are set. If this is Christian Watson, then they need a they need a number one guy. You know how some people say like, "Oh, I would give my Achilles to Rogers so that he could have played this season." Like I would not give my hamstring to Christian Watson because he just fucking find a way to ruin that too. <laughs> See, but like even if Christian Watson is a guy that plays eight games a season, which would suck because. He's the highest. No, then get him out of here. Not worth it. But but, but wait, but I'm saying, like, let's even say that we're, let's say that's the worst case scenario, which it probably is at this point. Between Wicks and Reed with Dobbs as your James Jones is obviously the the frequent comparison. It doesn't mean you don't like ads, like I said, some wide receiver four, some wide receiver five, some depth. But like, let's say you went out and traded for a wide receiver one. Then you're not, you know, 
T. Higgins. Let's say they go pay T. Higgins this offseason. Someone, of course, then gets bumped out. Like, so, you know, Wicks or Reed or Watson or definitely Dobbs, and Dobbs I would put at the bottom of this current Packer roster list. Bo Melton, now he's not playing for sure. He's not playing. I don't know if that's, you know, he's really good, but what a T. Higgins is better. So, like, let's just imagine that T. Higgins was like, hey, I want to come to Green Bay. Just, you know, give me the 20 mil a year and I'm yours. Do you, is, is that really where the Packers should invest? Or if, like, there's a wide receiver who's dropped to that Jets pick in the second round, and the Packers are on the board, and they draft a wide receiver. Like, it's going to be exciting because it's a pass catcher, and it's people that we know more than we know trenches guys. But, like, I'd be like, huh. Like, if they did that, I would say, oh, shit, Christian Watson's just not part of this team. Like, if they did that, I believe so much in Wicks and so much in Reed that if they did something like Higgins or a second-round pick, I would say, oh, damn, like, they're out on Watson. Because I think Watson right now, for sure, Dobbs, Dobbs would be the first man out. But then Watson would be the second man out. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's I don't. So anyway, they're set at wide receiver mm-hmm, or mm, say more. It's it's kind of funny that the 23 year old wide receivers are like the old men. And yeah. They're not going to get out on the field. They're going to lose their jobs to the 22 year olds. Um, <laughs> well, when Dobbs got hurt against the Bears, I like I th- and I tweeted at the time. I'm like, are we sure Bo Melton like can't do more with those targets and touches? Like at yeah. least in this game right now, I man, I. I don't know. They have a lot of depth, um, but you you do need. I mean, Watson makes Watson's good. He's and so good when he's healthy. He's so so good when he's healthy. So the Packers are just gonna have so many picks in this draft, right? They're gonna have uh, two twos, two threes. Which, by the way, it's funny. Their their composite draft value. If you put together all the picks that they have, they rank third. Yeah, which is hilarious given that like six weeks ago half the listeners of the show wanted to tank the season to get a slightly better first round pick they there's only two teams in the league with with a a better collection of draft picks than the Packers Mm -hmm. so I I only say that to say that they're gonna have so many picks a guy might fall to him and they why not I guess I would like like, I'd sign Mike Evans that would be interesting well we I mean with the, the the money that like that's gonna go to Jordan Jordan loves gonna get a lot of money Yes, but once they do clear the Rodgers dead cap stuff, once they make a decision on Bakhtiari, if they cut him, they can save at least $20 million off Bakhtiari from what he's currently making, 2023 cap versus 24 cap. They can pay love and still, because all the wide receivers aren't making money. Aaron Jones is a free agent. If Aaron Jones comes back, he'll make less. A.J. Dillon comes off the books, even though that's not a big number, but like, they can, they can, and will give Jordan Love an astronomical amount of money, but that doesn't like take them out of the T. Higgins sweepstakes, for example. Like they still have plenty of money. All I'll say is, like, if they are in the serious running for T. Higgins for Mike Evans, they use that early Jets second round pick that they have on a wide receiver. I'm absolutely going to be like, wow, let's talk about this emergency pod. But I, I, I'd also be. Right now, I say this in January, very surprised because I'm going to answer my question and say, mm-hmm, I think they're set. Well, in terms of like they're one through three, one through four guys. Well, and that's just not a, you know, they could use a pick in the second or the third round or, or whatever on a wide receiver. But I think if, if they do that, it's going to be because a great wide receiver that they didn't really expect to fall that far fell. Or sure. they're like, wow, we like the fact that he's available, we have to take him. And, yeah. and the Packers actually, that, that reality exists. 
I think mostly across the board, probably in all the rounds, if Rashid Walker hadn't played well this year, yeah. well then, no, 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 then you actually have a need, like you need to go get tackles. But if the board falls away in such the, in the first round where, you know, there's a great wide receiver, there's a great safety, there's a great, like the Packers don't have to take any perfect position. They're, they're at least decent just about everywhere. They need talent everywhere. So they can approach this draft wide receiver included with, with the attitude and with the approach you want to approach every draft. It's like, we're just going to take the players we think are good position be damned. And they're gonna be able to do that. That's exciting. It is. I would say like, I've been thinking about this. I don't, I'm certainly on the week of a playoff game against the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. I don't want to go too deep into it, but I have been thinking about like, what is their weakest position as you go into the off season? They won't have any running backs on the roster. Like, because of Dylan and Jones safety Savage comes off all these other like, you know, Ford and Owens. So like, those are open positions, but like, there's so many young players at so many spots. Like, I guess I'd say draft another edge guy early, you know, because they got like, a lot of those too, though. Like, they got a lot of play, and Aguari looks, yeah, I, I don't know. They they're very well set up. Um, Bar, do you have anything? I know like you were almost like at a loss for words on uh, the Packers are set at wide receiver and, do you have anything else to say on this topic? No, I just don't want to. Well, I guess yes, uh, but I don't want to stray too much from the fact that we're able to have these common conversations because we answered the main question of the season, and that was, "Is Jordan Love good?" And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that there were a lot of people that you know didn't like the pick. I was very animated in that. Jordan uh, Love. You could still argue whatever would have happened, but I'm glad they're in a position now that they have this guy for the foreseeable future. And I think if you ever like thought that Jordan love wasn't going to be good and you saw on tape and you didn't like it and you were, you know, skeptical and, and now you see, that's one thing. That's one thing. But if you ever for a second advocated for Sean Clifford to be the starting quarterback of this team in 2023, you are a fucking moron. And, uh, and I don't, and I don't ever think that you have anything else ever important to say. That was the worst part of the season for me. Worst take, Sean Clifford should start, or after five games, Griffin should be fired. <laughs> which take which take pissed you off more? They both have you fiery. Um, Yeah, probably Griffin. Why are you going out of your way to defend this guy? It is very odd. It's a very – I'm not even defending him anymore, uh, Paul. Paul, Grant. Magnum, thank you. It's, <laughs> it's just whiny young Bucks fans you don't want to see. You don't want to see – what you want to avoid – is Bucks fans getting rewarded for bad behavior? That's uh, yeah, that's really at the root of the, okay. I see. Fine, sure. Mm-hmm. Just just because just because you go and you know you happen to sit third row one night, you think you're a fucking insider to the goddamn team because <laughs> you can like hear conversations. I contribute to Brew Hoop. Thank you. By the way, I write a blog every week. That was mean. Cut, Tim, cut that, please. Like that seems pointed at someone, and it wasn't. Sorry. Um. Let's say this about Mike McCarthy. I think we at least need to. He won't want. To, he doesn't want to talk about the Packers and the and the and the his past. But here's my take, and then I'm gonna mm-hmm, or mm-mm, it. If the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl, like McCarthy's gonna be you know glorified. Or but if the Packers go into Dallas and win, the Cowboys will have an open head coaching job this offseason, just like the Seahawks, just like the Titans. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I don't think there's any question. I think he's getting fired if they don't win this game. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been four years. Uh, if they lose this game, he will have had one playoff win. And is that, is that really that's it, right? Just the one. Yeah. Okay. And I hate to say this, 
but Jerry Jones is 81 years old. So what's he going to do at 81? At 81, are you going to ride out Mike McCarthy? Or are you going to say, oh, my God, this this coaching market has Belichick if I want to give him an it's offer? A, yeah. I got Jim Harbaugh sitting out there. I got Mike Vrabel now sitting out there. Pete Carroll. Um, I mean, for now, Pete Carroll's in an advisor role with the Seahawks. But, like, if Dallas said, hey, hey, Seahawks, like, we, we want him to come coach. Like, I think Pete Carroll wants to coach, but they don't want to fire him. They would probably because I, I don't think Jones, I don't think Jerry would be like, well, this Ben Johnson guy out of Detroit. I, I think that no. he's got a good. He wants he wants to win immediately. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, they, and by the way, ben, ben Johnson might be the better answer to that in year one, but probably in year three. But yes, Jerry Jones would go for Belichick, Vrabel, Carroll, Harbaugh, like for sure. Grant, you seemed uh, again. You, you seem not convinced that this is a if you lose, you're fired. Mike McCarthy game. No, I, th- I, th- mm, I think that's, okay. that's probably the case. They can't lose to this team at home with everyone healthy. Like, like this is the year where I think water found its level, where most folks realize that, eh, you know, for all the shit we talk about, Dak, he's pretty good. And for, you know, as much flack as Mike McCarthy gets, he's still a really successful NFL coach, and he won 12 games again. So I, I think we all kind of found – the truth with the Cowboys and the truth is this year is they're probably better than everyone except the 49ers. And even though, like, I still think they could beat the 49ers. Cowboys fan told me last night, he would care. He would take a loss right now. If it meant Mike Vrabel the next five years. Yeah. That's no, this is the year again. Water fountain. This is your best chance at a Super Bowl since the 1900s. Yeah. Yeah. The, The quarterback that you have to beat, the quarterbacks you would have to get through include Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, and Brock Purdy. Although those are the types of quarterbacks that knocked Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs for years. But um, no, I think if if the Cowboys lose this game, and it, of course it matters. Actually, I take that back. I don't know if it matters how the game looks. I, I think if they lose this game, he's got to go. Yeah. Because when, we, when you start talking yourself into like, well, yeah, it was a meltdown, but it wasn't exact. No, no, you got it. And, and I would add to that that I think McCarthy will get a job a week later. Do you guys do you guys think that um, that coaching hirings like should have to wait until a, a point where everyone can be involved at the same time? Yes, just mm-hmm. like the transfer portal. Yeah, we were texting about this, the three of us, uh, as mentioned by a friend of mine. But like, the Packers don't have to worry about any of their coordinators or assistants being taking interviews right now. But like, if you start looking at this list of all the prominent teams, their coordinators, even some of their position coaches are. They're thinking about where they're going to work in a week, in a month, yeah. because they're about to get more money, more title. Like they're, th- it is a problem. It's a problem. The I don't think McCarthy gets hired within a week. Oh, I do. I think like he either has to sit out another year, or well, first, or teams are going to be like, "Fuck, we didn't get our guy." Now, your boy Tepper would give McCarthy a bajillion dollars. Now, would McCarthy do it? I don't know. But Tepper would pay. He'd make. I don't know. McCarthy already cucked himself to Jerry Jones. McCarthy would kind of rip on TV if he did a pregame show at the desk, like he. So, kind of uh, here. Let, let me let me put. Uh, hey, do you guys want to spell media? M E. So let me stop you there. The rest of the letters aren't that. My important. producer can fill in the rest. There is. There are some yeah. great. That's a high level riff that. Many people won't appreciate enough. Thank you for that part. 
McCarthy off the record, McCarthy away from cameras is so entertaining and such like I, there were times I encouraged him to be like, Hey Mike, why don't you just do this? Like when the cameras are rolling, like, Oh, I got you on the coach of the green Bay Packers. Like, but it's, he's awesome. Like, so I act like as a personality, as a guy, if he just talked football, like candidly, he'd be awesome. But I think he's a, I think he's a football coach. I think he needs this right now. He might not always need it, but he needs it now. All right. uh, Last thing. Call your shot right now. The Super Bowl matchup is? Cowboys uh, uh, Chiefs. Cowboys Chiefs? That was my my preseason pick. I'm sticking to it. I still feel good. This is like Bart sticking with his Griffin take. He's just not, even though all the evidence is to the contrary. You're going to tell me, wait, which which part of that prediction do you have a problem with? Wait a a minute. Chiefs. The the Chiefs. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, an amazing defense. Well, they're going to play in the cold. Then they're going to play at Buffalo. They got their number. They're going to play at home. Yes, they're going to play at home in the cold. Let's. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, Chiefs could get in. See, I think I think Niners Ravens is what everyone's going to say. Want to say? But that's that's just too obvious. You're you had a caller last night. I was listening. He gave all his predictions for both sides. He just picked all favorites, and it ended with Niners Ravens. It's like, yeah, okay. he didn't. I said that's very chalky, and he goes, "No, it's not." And then he's like. Wait, I guess I don't understand what chalky means. <laughs> yeah, you took all the favorites. Cowboys, Chiefs, but the Cowboys. See what's going to happen is the Cowboys, like the Packers in 2010, are just going to squeak by. The Cowboys are just going to squeak by the Packers, and that's going to jolt. That's going to jolt them into the mode that they need to be in from here on out. I still think the Eagles have a bullshit run. Wow! Now that's another evidence to the contrary. <laughs> like, by the way, Nick Sirianni. If the Eagles lose, done. Oh, he's fired. He's done. Matt Eberflus is keeping his job through all this, by the way. Just uh, like, can I, we appreciate honestly, how absurd that is? I think that's fine. Honestly, I, I think like that's fine. Oh, sure. Yeah, if you want to keep up a, a fine coach, I suppose. No, I mean, like, even as a pack, as a Packers person, like, like, oh, I don't, I don't think Eberflus is the problem. Well, no, I think he's I think he's fine. But I don't, I didn't, Vrabel wasn't the problem. I don't think Vrabel yeah. was the problem. And I don't know. As a Packers fan, as a Packers fan, I, I think it's ridiculous. Maybe a different perspective. Bart, a, a nationalist perspective, perhaps maybe feels differently. But well, well Bart, from you, a national from a national perspective, from a yeah. national perspective, um, trademark. I'm kind of leaning toward the Rams beating the Lions. Love, love that. Rams are I good, dude. It, but, um, from a national perspective, I would not, I would not be surprised at that outcome. And I, the way I'm trying to give real takes now is if it's like, Bart, if you get this wrong, you will fucking die. Say, say what you mean. Say what you really deep believe. Don't just like say it like your life depends on it. And if my life depended on it and I had to make a prediction for this Super Bowl, I'm Ravens Niners. Yeah. I hate it because of the Niners. I still think the Ravens are my pick. I know Lamar's one and three in the playoffs, but guess what? This is a new playoff. I don't think that matters. Are you more con- in that pick? Are you more confident in the Ravens making it or the or the Niners making it? I am more confident in the Ravens making it. However, the Baltimore's got me on my I'm a little skittish. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Although maybe we see the Texans win. Maybe we see the Texans win this weekend. I want them to, just to keep proving me further correct. 
Oh, about CJ Stroud, my guy. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm you said you can... that. Um, was it you that said a team should offer a Ricky Williams type trade to trade all their picks for CJ Stroud? Yes, I think you said that. You yep. said that. that was a very mm-hmm. magnum take of you. A lot of people didn't think it at the time because of his test score, and I said, "I'm telling you." You said, I don't even know that the test exists. All right, boys. Thank you. Thank you. Good to talk to you guys. Nice to Uh, see you both. Nice to see you both. Thanks for not forgetting about us, Bart. He's contemplative. From a national perspective. Trademark. You know, none of these affiliates have been like, hey, will you come on? Promote your show. Yeah, how, well, that should happen, shouldn't it? I did. Yeah, Grant's the only one. Yeah, I, I got to introduce him to all his new listeners. We knocked out two. I, I'm getting ones. less negative feedback than I thought at this point. So either one of three things. People are already aware of me on CBS. Um, they don't hate me as much as I thought they would. Or they're doing a real good job shielding it from me. I think you're just more appealing to a nationwide audience rather than the people you live in. And I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee, Milwaukee people listen to me like, like this. Say something you fucking lib. Say something you fucking lib. <laughs> and I'd be like, ah, oh, geez, I was wearing my mask fell off at the grocery store. There it is. <laughs> Winkler, you liberal mask wearing fuck. trying to protect my eight-month-old kid on this virus about but sure tim duplicate this in post i don't know there's some there's some there's some parallels uh with with bart and rogers both revisiting the pandemic from very different angles i of course it is interesting all right boys gotta fly see you magnus we will be later gentlemen bye-bye we will be back with a live episode Friday at 2 to break down Bucks Celtics and preview Packers Cowboys. Until then, have a blessed day. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.